What's going on, everybody? It's uh, Ryan Evan, and this is your Friday morning devotional. Uh, I want you to do me a quick favor. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, if you're listening on a regular basis, if you're new to this podcast, um, go ahead, do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast uh, so that you can receive the notifications of all the content that begins to drop. Um, we're, we're doing our best, um, keeping a, a regular rhythm of Monday, Wednesday, Fridays for you guys. Um, for all those faithful listeners out there. And um, if you're new, we want to connect with you. We, uh, we, wanna, we want you to sign up with us. We want to stay, stay in touch with you. So do me a favor and do that. Uh, this week, we're going to go ahead and continue in what I was um, <clears throat> in part two of the five leadership lessons uh, that, that, that we're kind of extracting from David's life since we had been We've been talking about David uh, for the past month and a half, on and off. Um, but but we've had a lot of good content, um, a lot of a lot of good discussions around the life of David and how it impacts us as believers, like just the different lessons. But I wanted to take five little principles as as God is training us and equipping us to lead our spheres of influence, and I just wanted to highlight five of those things. And uh, so today, guys, I'm going to be talking about a big one. It's humility. Uh, humility sometimes feels like humiliation. Um, at least I've experienced that when I've had to go low. Um, I often have wondered or asked God, like, why does this just feel humility, humiliating? Why does it feel like I'm getting stomped on? Why does it feel like, uh, you know, I'm the least of these? Well, I mean, in one sense I am right. You know, when you're, when you're taking that low road, you know, Jesus was clear. He said, he said, if you want to be first in the kingdom, you got to be last, you know, it, it, it it's, it's the backwards upside down, uh, turn it around kingdom. And, uh, but humility is powerful. And I want to just take a few things out of David's life where how David moved, um, from the pasture into the palace. And I find it really interesting. Uh, well, not really interesting, but I, there's just so much humility in David's life um, right off the bat. I mean, at, at a young age, he's operating um, at a high, you know, in high standards of humility. And I just want to point that out, you know, um, that this is a part of God, um, God's strategy um, and his, his way of making leaders in the church, good, healthy leaders, strong leaders, um, that will take care of his people, that will be faithful to the call, to the assignment. Um, and, and oftentimes the road to the assignment, the road to your purpose is far from easy. It's far from easy. There's a lot of waiting. There's, there's so much humility that takes place um, on that road as you're believing and waiting um, and discovering day to day more and more of your purpose um, and your call and and, and what God is assigning you to um, in this life. And so it's funny to me, you know, David was a shepherd boy. Um, <clears throat> David was so low in his family that even when, when the prophet came and said, bring to me all your sons, his father left him out in the field. I mean, what a blow, you know, uh, talk about dad issues, you know. Um, but, but what's interesting to me is that when, when, the, when prophet Samuel um, when he, when he anoints David as king, um, 
David doesn't run into the palace and demand his place, right? His rightful place at the throne. And I think oftentimes, guys, that's it's a part of our temptation, right? It's part of the temptation is that as soon as it's spoken, we we wanna we want to go ahead and demand what's been spoken to manifest in our life and for everybody around us to to automatically notice it or see it. Um, and that's just not how it works. It's it's not, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm at fault for that. I'm at fault for that in my own life, in my own walk, my own journey, um, that just because the Lord has spoken, um, you know, of things about me um, through other people or, you know, however, he, how he's spoken to you, however he's placed that dream, that desire, um, that purpose in your heart. There's such a temptation, guys, to... Um, and an opportunity really to get embittered in the process. Um, and it's going to require humility, taking the low road, um, becoming a servant of all. And I think that that's what David did best. Um, because, you know, we, we saw that David, David didn't go run to the palace as soon as he was anointed. He actually went back. He went back to the pasture. He went back to his assignment of tending the sheep. Um, and there was, there was a great, great deal of humility involved in that, to say that in in God's timing, these will this 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 word this this anointing will manifest into my reality um, and and begin to take place. Uh, <clears throat> and when when he does finally get into the palace, um, instead of demanding the throne, right? He ends up he's he's what he's he, he was called upon by Saul. Um, he, he was called upon by Saul because Saul had a, uh, a tormented spirit. And so, you know, think of David as the human iPod, right? He's sitting there playing his harp and his lyre, and he is ministering before the Lord um, and bringing peace, bringing the spirit of God into the room uh, to, to minister to a man that would eventually uh, seek after David's life, to destroy it, to kill it, um, you know, to... Uh, um, that would be jealous over David um, because because Saul recognized the spirit of God um, on his life, and um, you know you know so he showed great humility. He 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 walked in and he became a servant. You know it was even so bad at times that that he was he was the, he was the snack guy. You know he was delivering snacks to his brothers and his sisters, um, and David was humbled. He 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 knew that. And even as king, he he was a, he was just a servant. He he understood that he was a servant unto the Lord. He was a servant to the King of Kings, to the Lord of Lords. Um, you know, and I love in in Second uh, Samuel seven eighteen, David says, "Who am I? Who am I, Lord? And what is my family that you have brought me this far?" And it's just another demonstration. It's it's like peering into the heart of David into into his humility before the Lord. And um, I just wanted to leave you guys with this thought. Uh, it's something that I have pondered on for a long time um, and something I really believe. Um, and I'm going to leave it at this, but that that humility, humility breeds authority. And if you are if you are wanting to move in power with with, with God, if you are wanting a lifestyle that that is is doing the miraculous and doing, the you know, moving and operating in power with God, Um, that humility is the door to that authority. So we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening.